0: series. We appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. What's it like writing so many good books? Has success come easily for you?
1: Oh, what a good question, and thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm super glad to be here today. So, yeah, what's it like writing so many good books? Well, thank you for the compliment. It is, it's difficult, and it's also very exciting, and it's fun. you struggle to get every single word down so you know some days it feels a lot like a job and like work but it is always very fulfilling and worth doing and I love working on it but it it never comes super easy for me I always have to work really hard and think really hard so that's how it is writing books for me.
0: Okay but who was your favorite author when you were our age? I was your age, well, I loved many
1: authors, and it is really those authors I loved when I was your age that inspired me to want to write middle-grade novels, like Ann Martin. The Babysitter's Club was one of my favorite series. I mean, it was probably my favorite series when I was your age. I read those books over and over and over again. I loved them so much, so she's a huge inspiration to me, and I also loved Beverly Cleary a lot when I was young, and Judy Blume, a lot of authors that kids are still
0: the thing is that I literally just finished reading um, what Frindle by Judy Blume as my dear <laughs> book. But what is your writing process?
1: My writing process, well, it's a little bit different for every book, but I'd say on average what I do is I, I, I get an idea and then I can I spend I can spend years sometimes, months maybe developing that idea in my mind I'm asking a lot of questions during that time about what what's going on in the story what leads to each thing in the plot and so it can take a really long time before I get an actual story going in my head I don't sit down and just start writing with a very small idea I like to get a lot of this story worked out in my mind before I really start to work on it and then after I think I know kind of what the story is where it's going to go and what it's going to be like I will write either a pretty rough outline, it could be pretty brief with just some really major plot points, that's how I wrote The Canyon's Edge. I it was My outline was really, really short and it just had some major plot points that I wanted to make sure I got into the book, but the rest of it I filled in as I was writing, or it could be a really detailed synopsis that I write which I had to do, for example, for momentous events in Life of the Cactus because my publisher, before they would commit to publishing it, wanted to know exactly what the story was going to be. So I had to write a very, very detailed, very long synopsis. And so I basically wrote out the whole story just summarized for them. Um, But usually before, even before I start writing, I will do a lot of research as well for anything that I'm thinking about writing about and checking books and seeing if someone else has written about the same things, things like that. So it can be a long process leading up to it. And then when I write my first draft, I write it pretty fast. And it usually takes me about maybe three months on average to write a first draft. And then I let it sit for just a little while. And then I go back to it and I clean it after probably a couple of weeks. And then I go back to it with fresh eyes, try to clean it up and make it as nice as I can for my editors. And then I send it in and then I wait for feedback. And then they usually send me within anywhere from a month to the last one I got took six months. They'll send me a very long letter telling me all the ways they think I could improve my manuscript. And that could say things like this character needs better development or... Um, This plot point is not working. It's just really kind of vague, big picture stuff. And then I go and I totally revise my manuscript based on that feedback. And then I send it in again. And then I wait. Sometimes I'll get another letter that I have to work on. But eventually I'll get to what's called line edits, where my editors go through and they basically nitpick my whole manuscript saying, I don't like this word, or this doesn't feel like something she would say. And um, this sentence is awkward. things like that, and then I have to go through and make all the changes that I agree with. Um, But they don't ever tell me how to make the changes. They just tell me what they think is wrong with my book. So it's a lot of listening to what they think is wrong with your book and then trying to improve it and make it better. And then after that, hopefully, we will go to what's called copy edits when the copy editor will come in and she will nitpick my manuscript worse than anything you've ever seen. If she thinks anything could even be remotely incorrect or factually incorrect, she will, you know, point it out. And so that then that's another process. And then we have proofreaders after that to find any typos. And guess what? Even after
0: all of that, typos and mistakes still get through.
1: Can you believe that? <laughs>
0: I kind of can't, but like it must be, you must probably have to have a really good eye to be like the copy editor.
1: Yeah, they have to know a lot and they have to do a lot of research while they're reading your book. They check everything that you say in your manuscript.
0: Either that or they have to be really good at nitpicking things. (laughs) Yes, that too. Who or what do you get inspiration from though? Well, I get
1: inspiration from all kinds of things, and it could be anything in my life. I get a lot of inspiration from people, people whom I love and and people who I see in, like, news stories and stuff who do amazing things, who inspire me. Um, I get inspiration from the places that I love. I get a ton of inspiration from Arizona, which is why I set all of my middle grade novels here, because the desert has so many amazing things in it I could just write a million stories. I have so, <clears throat> so many story ideas because of how much I love the desert and all of the amazing things inside of it. Um and I get inspiration from books and movies that I love. I mean, just from anywhere. Inspiration can come from anywhere. Anything you love, anything that interests you, anything in your life, experiences that I've had definitely inspire me. Um the my next book that's coming out next fall across the desert, the the main character in it her mom is an uh, opioid addict, so she's a, a substance addict. And I grew up with that with one of my parents. So my that experience definitely inspired me to want to talk to children about that and, and write a story for the children who are experiencing that so that I could tell them a lot of the things I wish someone had told me about. Well, I need to hand it over to Julia, so bye.
0: Okay.
2: Bye. <laughs> Hi, it's nice to meet you. Do you think The Canyon's Edge could have a sequel or even a prequel? Oh,
1: no, I really don't think so. I don't feel like that book is a book that calls for a sequel. As a matter of fact, um, you know, like when I wrote Insignificant Events, it definitely I felt like could have had a sequel and and I always sort of was thinking about what I would do if if I wrote a sequel. But with The Canyon's Edge, I don't feel at all like that is a book that could have a sequel. Mm -hmm.
2: What is your favorite book that you've read, either now or in the past? That I've read?
1: Mm Oh, um, wow. I have a ton of favorite books. It's really hard for me to pick just one, but some of my all-time favorites are... The One and Only Ivan by Katherine Applegate. Do you like that book? Mm-hmm. Have you read it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I love Holes. Have you read that book, Holes? Not yet. Okay, well, that's a really good one. And so those are two of my favorites. When You Reach Me is a favorite of mine as well. So those are just some some of my like all-time favorite books. Mm-hmm.
2: That's really cool. And who is your favorite author currently?
1: My favorite author currently? <laughs> Um, I love pretty much anything that Jason Reynolds writes, so he would be one of my favorite authors right at the very moment, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, what do you recommend to any aspiring authors do to prepare themselves in a, for a career in writing? Well,
1: the number one writing tip that I always have to give, that, because I believe in it with all of my heart, is to read as much as possible and to try to limit your screen time because reading wires your brain to be a writer, but watching screens all the time, like being on social media and and doing a lot of stuff online, that actually wires your brain to be completely the opposite. It, It lowers your attention span. It makes you more distracted. It lowers your creativity. It gives you anxiety. It basically does all the things that are terrible for being a writer, whereas being of books does totally the opposite it increases your attention span it improves your writing skills just automatically because you learn just naturally about sentence structure and plotting and story arcs and character development just by reading stories um, it also um, helps to lower your anxiety which is great because it's hard to sit and work for long periods if you're feeling anxious isn't it so that is my number one writing tip mm-hmm. very
2: true
1: So I do have books scheduled, so I have Across the Desert next fall, which I'm super excited about, and then I've got my chapter book series about Avon Green, so there, there's going to be four of those to start, but I have started working on another manuscript that I'm in the stage right now where I'm I'm working on the beginnings of it, and I don't know if my publishers are going to want to publish it, so I hope it will be my next book, but it's a kind of a scary scary story with a touch of, like not a touch of fantasy, like it's a scary, I would call it a scary fantasy, and I never thought I would write a fantasy story, but it is told from a dog's perspective, a service dog's. and so it's something really, really different for me, and I'm excited about it, and I hope that one of my publishers likes
2: it. (laughs) And hopefully it does get published, but I think that concludes our time together. Again, thank you for sharing your stories with us for giving us the chance to speak with you. Thank you for having me.